What do we say first? (laughs) Last time we said Happy New Year. Welcome to the She Grows Podcast. This is Jen Matthews, and I'm so glad you're listening today. Danielle Dawson and myself will be sharing some of our thoughts and looking at what God's Word tells us about a big word today, discipline. Whatever you're doing while you're listening, we're so glad you're with us. Let's go. We are back. Yes, so excited to be back with you today. We are, we're talking about a big word today. It's discipline. (laughs) Discipline. (laughs) This word is one that at different points in my life, I would call it a cuss word. Sure. (laughs) Discipline. doesn't feel good to say it out loud. Why do you instantly want to just be like, I I have this mental picture of somebody in junior high just like, you know how like everything's just like, ugh. Yeah. That's the picture I get when I think of discipline. Yeah. I, yes. Some people get excited, but I don't think many yeah. people I get excited. I think it's the Enneagram threes that are like, discipline! Ah. Yes! Negative. <laughs> what does it make you feel, Danielle? Uh, so, well, when I think about discipline, one, it kind of goes two different ways because, well, I'm parenting mm-hmm. a 13, almost 13-year-old. <laughs> so that discipline is often there, even with a six-year-old. But then also there's this discipline that I have for myself. Mm-hmm. And so my natural rhythm is to, well, discipline to me means work. Yes. And so it's like, yes. Something we're very, fortunately not talking about the discipline like, where you're getting in trouble yeah. today. We're talking about the discipline no that is work. Yes. <laughs> yes. But also work. Yeah. So it's not like this thing that I'm running to. Yeah. But I know that I'm better for it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, I've always had this mixture of like shame and, and excitement. Which is probably the only situation I would ever say I have both of those feelings at the same time. But um, I so value discipline that I will immediately feel shame in the ways I know I'm lacking. Oh, But then I will still feel excited about chasing down new discipline because I know the benefits of it, even if I am lacking. I Um, tend to notice people quicker based off of their discipline. Like I'm always taking more attention to oh okay well they're doing that really really well yes so what are they doing <laughs> you know well in all, in the very opposite of that there are people who will lose my respect uh, sure. based on lack right. of discipline yeah yeah it is a very telltale of what is going on to me in your life well i'm happy that we're able to have this conversation because it turns out a lot of us either are shrinking right now or ready to charge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to be good. I would like to um, preface this whole conversation with the fact that all of us are different. Um, I think the biggest thing in discipline can be the pitfall that we talk about a lot, and that's comparison. So as we talk through this conversation, if we talk about specific disciplines or sure. specific scenarios or specific goals know that we're not holding you to these same goals or standards. Everyone is on a different part in their journey with God in their life. So know that this conversation, take it for the principles and the growth moments and not any kind of standard we're holding any person to. God's the only one who could help you find the standards for where you are at any given time. But we do want to learn about discipline. Um, But why? That's such a good thought, though. And thank you for saying that, because whenever, as we were studying and getting ready for this podcast, mm-hmm. 
hand to the Lord. And I know this probably says so much more about my stubbornness, <laughs> but if it's a discipline that someone else is asking me to do, mm. oh, it's going to take me a long time yes. to get there. But if it's a correction from the Lord, or maybe it's just like, hey, here's a better way, mm-hmm. then it's way easier for me to say yes to the Lord. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, it's not it's not like this is a sin issue where there's, yeah. a, you know, it's just a matter of where you are in your journey. Yeah. Well, and what you just said about being able to say yes to the Lord easier is um, I was just thinking about that this week about the fast, because somehow I can always stick with a fast way better than I can stick with a diet or a New Year's resolution because I'm not saying no to me. I'm saying no or I'm saying yes to the Lord. Right. And um, that's part of the reason we put this podcast here where we have, because if you're fasting with us, we're about two weeks into our 21 Woo-hoo! days. Oh, just over halfway. Oh, my God. I know. Um, and it's about this time that I always need to kind of re-up my why. Sure. Like, okay, we've settled in now. So are you settling to where life is just normal again and you need to push a little harder? Or yeah, are you just are you going through the rotations wanna... yeah. just instead of like focusing on why you fast? Exactly. Yeah. It's a good reframe. Yeah. And even if you're not fasting with us or if you listen to this a million months after this or right. years it's still going to be a good teaching and principle because discipline is always going to be relevant. But when you think about why are we even talking about this? Who cares? Um, The very most simple answer is that we're told to, right? Right. We always look to the Bible. The Bible tells us to be self-controlled. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. That's right. Yeah. So actually, whenever um, I was going through and I was like, okay, self-control, discipline, (laughs) self-control, they aren't exactly the same, but Mm -hmm. they do definitely feed into one another. Mm -hmm. Like you can't have discipline. You can't have good self-control without discipline. Exactly. And so. But it takes self-control to get discipline. Yeah. It's like. (laughs) It's like perfect little Mary. The Lord knows what he's doing. Yeah. But it is riddled all throughout scripture. And that's why it's so important to talk about. It's so true. And God never said that following on the path of life would be easy. He told us that we were going to have troubles. We were going to have trials. All these things. Mark 8.34 even says, if anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. I think there's a lot we can unpack there, but none of it sounds easy. Yeah. I always go back to to the story of the rich man in the Gospels. Um, Every account of this story is like exactly the same. I read it in all the Gospels, and it's like almost word for word. But Jesus tells this rich guy that the last thing he's lacking is to give up his money and give it to the poor. And when I look at the story, obviously God is not telling you, you can't be rich. It's not even about money. It's about anything that you want so bad that you can't give it up to follow Jesus. And because a lot of people hold their wealth more loosely and see it as a tool. And they are some of the most generous people and they do so much good for so many people. I think that is a blessing from the Lord because they are holding it with the right hands. That's right. But if I hold on to something that I have too tightly to let go of it for Mm, Jesus, mm -hmm. I mean, even, okay, I could ramble for days about this, but you think about Abraham giving up Isaac, his son, you know, that God just tested him to see if he's going to hold so tightly to his one prized possession, possession son, you know, but still (laughs) that most prized thing in his life. Are you going to hold on to that tighter than me? Or are you going to trust me first? Yeah. So let me ask. We know that it's so important to have discipline. So mm-hmm. why is it so hard? If being disciplined is so good and right, why does it seem to fight against our very nature to deny ourselves and do the things that we know that we should do, right? Yeah. Or like even make the right choice that we should make. 
Yeah. God, it gets back to the very beginning. It's all based on Eve. Um, <laughs> gosh, she's such a jerk. <laughs> uh, okay, you're your team jerk, Eve, but I easily input myself. I'm like, oh, I probably would have. Everybody would say, God, Danielle, what a jerk, because... It's just, we're never going to get it right. We won't. And if you yeah. got, it, you've got a thing in that moment, like to her, it was just a command. And I say just like, that's still a big deal. Sure. God of the universe. Yeah. But they were in close fellowship with him. Right. It's like cool. if okay. a friend had asked you to not do something and you're like, eh, I guess I'm finally going to do it. Mm. She had no idea she was going to impact the rest of humanity. Mm. <laughs> and now she's probably watching all this going, oh my oh, word. Like, I'm the worst. The Lord knew what to do and I did it. And now look, everybody's saying what a jerk about Eve. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so crazy. Cause like, I think I, we were definitely made to crave things. Yes. Yes. Um, the, and we all do, whether it's food, whether it's our time, just do what we want. Yeah. Yes. Order, um, alcohol, Sleep. overindulgence, <laughs> yes. any kind of overindulgence. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's all a craving of some sort. It's something that you long for, you yeah. want greatly, desire eager, eagerly, and beg for. Right. That's what a craving is. Right. The object of our craving was always meant to be God. No, not other so things. Good. And that's where we yeah. fail. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, Eve was saturated with the object of her desire, but mm-hmm. Jesus was saturated um, with God's truth. So yeah. whenever he's spending time, when he was doing 40 days of prayer and fasting, no, yeah. he rebuttaled every single thing with the word. And yeah. so w- what we are thinking, what we are craving is what we're thinking about. Yeah. And I think it just is so important that we do say, stay in the scripture yeah. And that becomes our saturation. Yeah. Not necessarily. Um, I don't want to gloss over what you just said, though, because expound just a little bit more on the difference of even Jesus there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this to me, you think about it in this aspect. Eve was surrounded, right? Mm-hmm. Everything completely supplied to her. Yes. Everything at her hand. The one thing she couldn't touch, the temptation, <laughs> there one it was. thing. Jesus, yeah. our Savior, literally deprived himself of Mm -hmm. everything and still said no and made and said, but the word is the bread of life. Like Mm -hmm. just going straight to scripture. He denied himself and he could have had it all. It's so right. Oh my gosh. When you think about what's in your mind, I I go to Psalms 84 uh, verses one and two says, Mm -hmm. how lovely is your dwelling place? Lord almighty. My soul yearns, even faints. For the courts of the Lord and my heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. That's a craving. That's a craving right there. Like if if that needs to be put by your toothbrush in the morning to go, okay, let's walk into the world today. Letting this be the cry Mm -hmm. of my heart. When I want to crave anything else that is a distraction for me, let me go back to this craving. Let my flesh cry out for the living God. Um, But But it has everything to do with that eternity perspective. Yes, it's. Oh, perspective. Perspective is key. Yes. Yes. So if you're sitting here and you're thinking circumstantial. Yeah. Or, hey, I'm 10 days into prayer and fasting or Mm -hmm. or I've got disaster coming on, you know, every angle that there is. But Mm -hmm. if you're with that eternity perspective in mind, Mm -hmm. then it really does help. You're focusing on on what you really genuinely need to be craving. Yes. And that's first John. Mm -hmm. 
Chapter 2, verses 15 and 16 says, Do not love the world or anything in the world, for everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father, mm-hmm. but the world. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is um, one reason that this can be so hard for us, because Satan is always trying to replace what our cravings should be with other things just to get us distracted. And it says, with the cravings and the lust and the boasting. And I think... All of that is going to one of those areas, if not all of those areas, is going to define all the areas where we fail Mm. consistently. And yes, we are humans. Let's go back to the beginning of this conversation when we said we're not holding anybody to some perfect standard. We will always not be perfect. Sure. But when we can see these things out in clear daylight in the scripture, black and white for us, Mm -hmm. we can know better how to fight and how to be just a little better and just a little better. Right. So there, like you said, there are so many different areas in discipline mm-hmm. uh, that literally it's laughable because mm-hmm. what area of our life does not require to have some sort of discipline? Ooh, I know. I was thinking about it. It was like, you've got, you know, obviously there's health, mm-hmm. uh, overspending for some, wasting time um, on our phones. You know, it can go down to like the cleanliness of our home wasting our employer's time, Mm -hmm. uh, parenting, Lord have mercy. And then, you know, you've got time spent with the Lord. Mm -hmm. All of these are areas that require a great deal of discipline. Yeah. And so let's talk about what it's like to, to be disciplined. Like how can we get to that part? Yeah. The first few steps are always just awful. Um, (laughs) Beginning something new takes dedication because you've got to get over this hump where it's just not natural, where it's this thing you're fighting for. And that is not easy for anybody, even if it's something you desperately want to do. There's things that you could really love, but more or less just forget from day to day, even on something easy. So when it comes to discipline, there's a true fight you've got to get through first. Sure. Oh, okay. So case in point, area of discipline in my life, <laughs> full vulnerability. Um, it went, and It's no secret to my husband is that it's not easy for me to always keep the inside of my car clean. You know, I have like, I'm the responsible for transporting our children and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And like, I could give every excuse under the sun of why my car is the way that it is. But if I'm going to be disciplined in an area and even take it a little bit further, like, hey, if you're going to be found faithful in the, like, he's not going to trust mm-hmm. you if you can't be found faithful in the little. That's right. Like, that even goes down to my car situation. So yeah. I have to put in those disciplines of, hey, sis, what you bring into that car, you got to take out of that car. Like, it's mm-hmm. not just this yeah. filing system of where you want to keep all the things. Yes. I know that if I can't find a shoe in my dresser, or not my dresser, but my closet, I'm like, oh, it's in my car. Mm-hmm. Like, I know where it's at, but... Yeah. Like, it's a discipline for me personally. And I want to overcome in that area. Well, and it's funny because this can sound nitpicky if you're new to disciplines or to arranging all the things in order in your life. And that's just a funny ha-ha. Like, that's not even a... Well, but is a dirty car going to make you a bad pastor? No. But does it set an example? Well, that and... If the places you are on a regular basis are out of order, it does dishevel your thinking. Sure, It it makes you feel unsettled completely. So are you going to go to hell for a dirty car? Absolutely not. But will it make your day-to-day life way easier? So many have turned us off at this moment. I know. (laughs) They're like, we're done with you. (laughs) My car's dirty. I'm out. (laughs) It's not about the thing as much as it is how it affects the other things. And that's really what I'll say about any version of discipline, whether it is 
health, money, finances, relationships, blah, blah, blah. Um, when one is suffering, it throws everything off balance. And so while we don't have to be perfect ever, we're trying to maintain a disciplined life so that things can just balance out. Yeah. And uh, okay. So uh, again, in discipline world, it's not like I'm sacrificing where I'm saying I'm being deprived of like, oh my gosh, like Mm -hmm. I want to have a piece of chocolate or maybe I want to spend a little bit more time on my phone or whatever. This isn't a deprivation of thinking way of thinking. It is, it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make in order to gain something so much greater. That's right. So it's more of an empowering thought process that I can overcome in an area that needs a little bit more strengthening. Yeah. And you really do have to get to that point to where it's more than results driven Mm. because discipline until you're reaping the benefits and really see why it's worth it. It's just a lot of work. Right. And that's why the absolute most helpful thing is perspective. If you come into it like a to-do list, have you done this, 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 and this? Mm -hmm. Have you read your Bible? Have you, you're just trying to hurry through it and check off the boxes. If you just pass and fail every day, that's really hard and can be self, uh, like self-defeating because you're never going to check all the boxes every single day. Sure. But it's not about being disciplined. Isn't about just results. It's about um, having to recalibrate our souls so that we want change to know that we're called to be self-disciplined. So what does that look like? Self-controlled. So what does that look like? So the idea is not so much focusing on the results Mm -hmm. of what that discipline can bring into your life. That will naturally happen over time. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of, it's an obsession. It has to be like this daily agenda Mm -hmm. type living of this is what I'm going to do to help grow in this way. I like the thought process of, of like, what are you consuming? What are you taking in Mm -hmm. uh, to help you in this area? Something I heard, oh my gosh, like a million years ago. And it's been the best thing that I've ever heard for me practically is who is doing something that you're goal driven, that they're doing it better. Yeah. Find at least three people and just start taking notes and see like what area of life would be applicable for you. Like, what are you doing to help yourself? Or who are you surrounding yourself with to be able to help you with these goals in mind or this, yeah. this practice of discipline? Yeah, I think that's really good because just from a personal standpoint, um, I know from like the fitness and health scenario, mm-hmm. I used to be very, very disciplined in this area. And I know firsthand, not because I read it in a magazine and not because some Instagram influencer is showing me. But yeah. firsthand, I know. <laughs> TikTok told you. I know. TikTok didn't <laughs> tell me this. I know that when I am exercising regular, when I'm drinking plenty of water, when I'm making good food choices, I have more energy than ever. I know that I can accomplish all the things I want because I'm not like drowsy mm-hmm. and trying to fall asleep. I know that my body functions better. But you know what? When you get out of those habits and you're now trying to work back into them, there is still a hump of just work that you've got to get over until it becomes your lifestyle because until it becomes who you are. And one, one of my favorite quotes from James clear, he wrote atomic habits and that's a great book. If you just want to read farther into creating some of these things in your life, but he just says true behavior change is identity change. And I'll tie that to something Craig Rochelle says all the time in his leadership podcast that you kind of you have to identify yourself as the person you're becoming. Sure. So instead of going, okay, well, I made it to the gym today, you say, 
I am a healthy person mm-hmm. and I make healthy choices. Right. Instead of just to check off, I am this person. That's right. If he speaks about starting his habits with flossing his teeth, mm-hmm. he doesn't floss his teeth and go check. He goes, I make great cho- healthy choices for my mouth. Like I am someone who takes care of my teeth. Yeah. And when you identify as a person that you're becoming by making these decisions, you change that perspective of how you look at it. Yeah, that's so good. What is an area that you that you have seen in the past, as mm-hmm. you said, that was a, a great discipline for me. And I, I was really horrible at it before. But now, mm-hmm. like, look at me. I'm doing it. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, finances is probably that yeah, thing. Yeah. Because um, a lot of things are, uh, I mean, all of us have a million areas. But finances is probably my most obvious <laughs> One, when I met Brandon and we got married, I was in a heap of trouble from when I was younger and just blew up credit cards and didn't pay bills and all the things. And my credit was in the toilet. My debt was out of control. But when I learned how irresponsible that was and was like, okay, if I'm going to be better, I've got to be better in all the ways. I slowly started disciplining myself not to spend money I didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, all the And I worked hard and little by little by little. I built my credit back up. I'm out. Of, I got out of debt. All the things. Now I've been living this way for years. Yeah. But still want to put the label on myself that I'm bad with money. Oh wow. And it's like it's it's been this like light bulb moment of going, Jen, you can't say that anymore. Yeah, You've got to say so good. No, I am good. Like I can make good decisions. Right. I. I am worth having money in my bank account. I do have money in my bank account. I can make a decision. and But it's like, because God's given us the power of self-discipline. It's not that. My it's craving is to buy all the That's things. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you've seen my wardrobe, you know I love buying all the things. But he's taught me how to do it within my means and sure. my budget. And instead of like I used to, just like, oh, if these bills cross just right, they'll all bounce at the same time and I'll get what I want. <laughs> It was the worst way of living. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> but because of disciplines, uh, if you've had to crawl out of a, a credit hole sure. before, you know yes. how long it takes. But gosh, it's something I'm just so dang proud of. You don't want to have to go back to it once no. you figure it out. Yes. <laughs> no. yeah. What's the uh, the pay where you can like do it like four easy payments? Of, no. Oh, stay away. Stay away from after <laughs> stay pay. Stay away. Oh, yes. that's what it is. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I know for All me, those things. Um, it was just a, a discipline habit of staying in the word mm. because it can be, if it's not in a daily, like, yeah. hey, this is a priority that I'm making for myself. Uh, unfortunately, it can go to the wayside. And so mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful. One, the word is constantly revealing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lord is always speaking. His character is always showing through. But like that was not always the easiest practice for me. And yeah. so, you know, the um, Bible app has this streak. And oh, yeah. um, well, it probably got to a uh, probably became an issue for me because I'd be like, look at my shirt. No, I didn't ever say that. But it, inwardly, yeah. it was coming from probably not a good place. And then <laughs> one day, I think I, I, don't, I don't even know a number. It was so high. And I missed opening up the Bible app that day. And oh. I was like, are you kidding me? It took me. Lost and it then I was like, but Lord, what, what, are, what am I doing here? Like, yeah. why is that even the purpose? So it's like this constant yeah. heart correction of staying in scripture. But it is so cool. Yeah. When that's been a desire of your life yeah. and just not finding practical ways to make it happen. And mm-hmm. and for years now, I've been, you know, that's consistently so in the word and yeah. my life is better for it. That's so good. What I love is that he's just made a way for us 
to conquer all these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that we are not left powerless. Yes. Like his Holy Spirit empowers us. Exactly. Yeah. With any of it, you've got to look back to Jesus mm-hmm. first. He's made the way for us. He's given us the tools. He's equipped us with the ability to be effective. It's just with all the practical things that we could do, it's still just got to come from him. Our Mm -hmm. why has got to recircle back around to him and be bigger than ourselves. Because if it's health, if it's fitness, vanity is only going to get you so far. You can only say, I want this because I want to fit in a size so-and-so jeans. Eventually, you're not going to care. Yeah. And all the people around you already don't care. Like, It's got to be, I want my health and fitness to be disciplined because when I'm 80, I want to be able to walk mm-hmm. around and play with my grandkids if uh-huh. God hasn't come back yet. Yeah. <laughs> like if Jesus yeah. hasn't come back yet. Yeah. It's got to be a long-term why or I want my to health overcome and- this addiction yes. through discipline. Yeah. Because I want to lift my days or out. I or I want to be that person for someone. Yeah. So I'm not a stumbling block, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the why has just got to be bigger. Yes. I us. love this scripture in Second Peter. Uh, I'm going to read Second Peter. is chapter 1, verses 3 through 8, so it's a little mm-hmm. lengthy. But to me, this is the why, but it's also it gives us a clear reason at the end. So yes. it says, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need to live for a godly life. We have received all this by coming to know him, the one who called us himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us a great precious promise. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Uh, Verse five, it says, in view of all of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with Mm self-control. And self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. So it kind of has got this, you know, Mm -hmm. piggybacking on. So that in verse eight, it says, the more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge for our Lord Jesus Christ. Like we are given this divine power to be able to have the moral excellence and knowledge and self-control and patient endurance and godliness and and brotherly affection so that we could be more productive and useful. So start it because we're commanded to. Yeah. And as you find how empowering it is, as you let God work through you in the disciplines of your life, it will just make you more effective and more effective in whatever personal journey, ministry, purpose he's called you to. Yeah. And in the lives of all the girls around you. And you know what? Tell someone. Mm-hmm. Tell someone that this is an area that you're wanting to grow in. Yeah. So you have that accountability and it's not like this hidden, we're just better together. So let oh, somebody know. Let us together. know. We'll celebrate with you. Take some time during this busy week and let this word sink in. Think about discipline and let the Lord show you the areas of your life where you could stand to make some changes. We all have them. As we continue to sink into the new rhythms that will make this year the best it can be, know that we're here with you and we're so excited to see how God moves. Make sure to connect with us on social media so you always know what's going on and follow or subscribe to this podcast. Sharing it with a friend is huge for us. And if you don't mind to take a moment to rate or review the podcast, it would be incredible. The more interaction we get, the farther this message can go. This is one way we walk this thing out together. Thank you for letting us be a part of your day today. Until next time, keep growing.